3: for listening and being a part of the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. But I just have one favorite ask, and that is that you visit prowrestlingtees.com forward slash heels and quads. It's your one-stop shop for Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast merchandise, and we got plenty of it for you. You won't regret it. You know you need some new shirts. You need some new swag. So hit up ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads to help support the show and help fix that damn wardrobe of yours. Well, of course, we found the favorite amongst the Heels and Quads wrestling podcast fans. And that is gogreenhemp.com. That's right, CBD hemp products. Tommy and I both use them daily to get through our days, get to sleep, get awake, you name it, whatever. We use it for everything. And at gogreenhemp.com we have a special offer for you. We all know hemp can be quite expensive depending on where you go, but gogreenhemp.com is pretty affordable, especially when you slap on that coupon code at the end heels and quads in all caps at checkout. That saves you 15% on your order. 15%. That's a lot of some good hemp. So check this out. They have balms, bath bombs, beauty products, edible gummies, gel capsules, tinctures, animal products, pre-filled cartridges, and even wax crumble. You gotta go to gogreenhemp.com. And use that coupon code Heels and Quads in All Caps at Checkout to save 15% on your order. You won't get a better deal on Hemp. I can promise you that. That's gogreenhemp.com. Coupon code Heels and Quads in All Caps at checkout. Welcome to the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. We're back on a Tuesday with the original scheduled show. We're here to talk about some wrestling. I, of course, am Levi. Zindl, Levi D. Zindl on Twitter, and I do not use a mop as a horse.
2: <laughs> no moppy?
3: No moppy. And, of course, I'm Tommy at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter. Mr. Tommy Walter. You gotta do it Justin
2: Roberts style. Speaking of which, I actually have Fighter Fest on in the background, re-watching it. I got oh. up at 5 a.m. because I
3: got a little fucked
2: up on CBD gummies last night. and got a good night's sleep.
3: You <laughs>
0: fucked
3: up. Yeah, I woke up at 6.40 because I took some uh, tincture last night. A couple little, a couple droplets full, uh, maybe three vials full. And I was like, well, I'm going to sleep good. And then I was up every hour pissing like I'm 60. <laughs> and uh, then at six. I woke up at 6.40 with severe back pain. and was like, you know what? I'm too old for this shit. I'm getting up. I don't get the waking up with back pain shit. I just don't get it. I don't know. I guess it's how I sleep or something. It's every day. Man, due to
2: the fact that I've had a shitty back since I was 18, actually pre-18, like 17, but... (laughs) Pre-18. Pre-18. Actually, like 17, but... (laughs) I, I partied a little too hard really early in high school, so I used to do stupid shit like, don't try this at home superhuman shit like don't jumping try off the this house. At home. Uh you were jump jumping out of trees and being just being a, a roughie in a street tough. You separated this that's fragmented into your spinal column. Yeah. Yeah, just <laughs> herniated this but back and neck. And uh I'm paying for it now in my thirties, so
3: Maybe I got something like that going on. I don't know, but it's kinda it kinda sucks. I always I have could, back pain. I
2: could see you doing some silly shit back in the Back in the high school years. Uh
3: yeah, I definitely did some things. I don't i well, not a lot that I remember, but I do know I did things like that. Yeah. Well I've calmed down it, in my older years, my mid twenties. You, know you know what's
2: really funny? <laughs> I think uh last week's episode we were so hyped about talking about Stokes they hosted. That uh I think frost.
3: We, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think we both forgot that uh fighter fest was this past weekend so we were all yeah. amped up about doing vengeance oh two which
3: i guess we'll be doing next week yeah we'll, yeah we'll do it sometime it's whatever oh, it's no yeah. rush it's not t- yeah it's, it's not t- till like the end of the month anyways technically I've,
2: so i felt like such an ass because we're sitting there on air like well, let's figure out next week and then we ran the poll and then everybody's voting on it and then I did the show with Anne Marie, and she's like, "Oh yeah, we got a preview Fighter Fest. and I'm like, "Oh shit, that is that is this weekend." So
3: speaking of the show with Anne Marie, I wanted to, I just, I figure you guys will cover it on there. I don't remember if it was the last week or this week, but I love the fact that Flip Gordon, the mercenary, is the fourth member of Villain Enterprises, and I knew it was going to happen, and knew yeah, it was going to be Flip.
2: Our pal Flip Gordon, uh, former good guest friends, on the show, good course. friends, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also a conspiracy conspiracy theorist a fellow like conspiracy theorist yeah, yeah. <laughs> i st- we i gotta i gotta text flip and try to get him to do a show so we can do that conspiracy theories episode i just i've been watching the
3: search I, I haven't really kept up with ring of honor at all but of course i follow marty and all that stuff and i was like watching his instagram feed and like he's constantly looking for that fourth member and i was like Probably about a month or two ago, I was like, it's, I think it's got to be Flip because he didn't make it into Bullet Club when they were all in it. So it's like, yeah. it's got to be Flip. I, mean, I
2: had two thoughts. I thought either Marty was going to turn on PCO and Brody King or it was going to be Flip was going to be the fourth member.
3: Yeah. Anyways, yeah, I just wanted to shout that out, but I don't remember if that was last week or this week, but I figure you guys will cover more of that. That was uh, at Best in the World. Yeah, yeah,
2: Best uh, in the World. Friday right. night in Baltimore. Anne-Marie was actually at that show. She She's and, at, uh, like,
3: most shows, right?
2: Uh, if they're in the Northeast, she goes. She's at East, um, East Coaster. Yeah, she, okay. uh, she was also at the TV tapings the following night at the ECW Arena in Philadelphia. Oh, the so, whatever ballroom <laughs> you call it she will be uh on ring of honor tv for the next month or so jesus oh yeah because they
3: tape like a month in advance yeah yeah they
2: take they tape three or four weeks at a time
3: so uh there's a couple things to mention actually from raw last night and of course there's probably two big pieces of news that we plan on talking about you know what i'm talking yeah. about? Uh, yeah, we'll
2: save, we'll save Fighter Fest for the end, so just keep listening. Yeah, yeah. And to make sure while
3: you're listening, go to
2: gogreenhemp.com. Use coupon code Heels and Quads in all caps because we're professional businessmen. Save 15% off your order. Also, real quick, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash heels and quads. Coupon code America saves 20% this week through the 8th.
3: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you want some discounted heels and quads gear, Go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash heels and quads and help support the show. Help buy some merch. So, obviously, uh, my favorite news in a long time broke last week about Paul Heyman being the executive director at Raw and one of my favorite human beings of all time, Eric Bischoff, being the executive director of SmackDown. I don't think I've ever talked about how much I like Bischoff on here.
2: No, neither one of us have.
3: I, I like Eric Bischoff is one of my favorite <laughs> wrestling personalities Are you, ever.
2: Were you being facetious or no? No, 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 no. no I'm
3: dead serious. Like I, no, love, I mean because we've
2: talked about it like a thousand times.
3: <laughs> oh, I didn't know if I'd ever talked like really said how much I just appreciate and enjoy Eric Bischoff.
2: Well, because there were uh, a few times where he was rumored to be a guest on our show, which <laughs> I'm assuming.
3: Yeah, I'm, su- I'm assuming
2: happen. now that's not going to happen no. for at least a couple of years. So,
3: you know, um, it's it's crazy that last year in the interview with Chris Van Fleet or whatever he said, he said, "Will you ever come back to WWE?" And he said, "Man, I think that ship has sailed." So that kind of tells you. I I feel like, and I was actually talking to my wife Mariah, whose birthday is today. So happy birthday to her and her twin sister. Oh
2: shit! Happy
3: birthday, Mariah and Marissa. Uh, sh- I was. She said. I was talking to her about the Paul Heyman and Bischoff thing, and she said, I don't sh- care. <laughs> no, she actually <laughs> talked to me about it for a little bit. She knows that I love Eric Bischoff. Uh, but we were talking about how obviously there was some negotiating that went in their favor because, I mean, obviously Paul Heyman's a part of the company, but Bischoff, I feel like there's obviously money involved, good money, but. I feel like there was probably some negotiation there had to have been that was like, okay, you have to, you have to work with us here. You can't change everything, you know? So, and she was saying, yeah, I bet that's probably, she said it before me is like, obviously they probably negotiated to where like, there's, there's, they're going to let him make decisions without having to over, Vince is going to, I say they, Vince is going to let him make decisions without overruling every single little thing. And I don't know how like how much you read on
2: it because that was really our only exchange last week after the show. Yeah. Was when that news broke because obviously I think you saw it before me because I was at work and I just happened to check my email. I quick. saw it
3: like five minutes after WWE posted it online. And I was
2: like, Holy shit, I gotta text Levi real quick. Yeah, like, it was I, it was instant. I walked to the
3: back of the uh the kitchen area and Send out a text real quick. <laughs> I picture you. I always picture you like outside smoking or back there somewhere sending me texts. Well,
2: well, I don't smoke anymore. I'm a vapor. Oh I'm yeah,
3: a... that's right. Pretty... Oh, oh my vape? gosh. Oh my god. He's so fucked up on vape. He's so cool because he hits nicotine. Because um, they're like, yo, I got a nick buzz, and I'm like, shut up.
2: <laughs> Shit. I, well, <laughs> well, now that I uh, puff on the vape, uh, dragon. I always get like the cooks that vape. They're like, oh, you got to try this. This is
3: cinnamon this is, whiskey yeah, flavored." Yeah. And I'm Strawberry like,
2: jam. I don't want I was like, I, I like you guys, but I really don't feel comfortable putting my mouth on your device because I don't know where your mouth has been.
3: Yeah, the vape shop guys always want me to try their vapes. And I'm like, and I always ask them, like, are you sick? Like if you got herpes, whatever. (laughs) But like if you got the flu, I'm not fucking with that. Fine. Yeah. AIDS. Fine. Flu. No. Common cold. No, thank you. I mean, I kind of I think like that because I'm like, eh. The other stuff, like I haven't had. Let's try it out. The the (laughs) flu thing definitely have had and don't like it. So,
2: I I, I've never had AIDS, so let's try it out. (laughs) Let's let's give that a shot.
3: Maybe that's why I won't get it. I don't
2: know.
3: (laughs) But. uh. I think there's a lot yeah. more ways it can happen.
2: Yeah, I can honestly say the only vape that I've ever uh, tried, other than my own or my wife's, is uh, Levi's, oh, and that's yeah. because I pretty much know where his mouth has been. Yeah, and one I tr- of three places. <laughs> I trust. Uh, I trust Mariah's cleanliness. So. Yeah, yeah,
3: I wouldn't have married her if she wasn't clean.
2: I'd be like, well, yeah, get out. And bitch. I know, I know how uh, clean Levi is, so. I think I'm good there.
3: Yeah, 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 we're good. I got Skittles in it right now because I had to buy it from my local Vapor Maven because can't no longer get it shipped to Arkansas. But sorry for getting off topic. We were talking about Paul Hammond and Eric Bischoff. Mm-hmm. That we totally like that went totally like took that edge that we weren't hard supposed left. to take. Yeah. Hard left. Um yeah, dude,
2: but I'm uh, super excited uh that WWE has come to their senses somewhat.
3: I think and he decided just
2: was, to uh, put some some people that know what they're doing in charge. It's got to be them.
3: So I feel like Trips is behind this somewhat, or somebody with a mind yeah. was like Vince. We need someone good in charge of Raw SmackDown.
0: That's and not you.
3: Y- yeah, 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 exactly. And and like Bruce Pritchard, you know, producer. He's not like the head guy. He's a producer. He helps produce segments as right. directed by Vince McMahon. So, Paul, that, and and I was going to get to it, is Raw last night, a lot of people were like, wow, it was actually kind of a decent Raw in some bits and pieces, which there's a highlight for you, of course. Um, Yeah, at the end. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, but the show opens, and Braun and Bobby Lashley go through the set, which, that's got Paul Heyman written all over it, because it's hardcore, it's just, it's shock value TV um and, and of course the Corey Graves thing where he said holy shit holy i shit. didn't
2: believe it yeah the i like i said i've been up since 5 so i've been on the uh, you've been reading this r- stuff yeah wrestle twitter verse all morning and I'm trying just, to
3: rewatch fighter fest but i'm assuming yeah, you've it, seen about the new stage thing that that i uh, didn't see about the new stage so the a rumor is that uh that is they did that to because they're getting a new stage for raw because they want mm. to really separate Raw and SmackDown, supposedly. Okay. This comes from, like, a, a dirt sheet on Twitter. I think it was, like, vote or something. Mm-hmm. And okay. they, they said that. And it makes sense. I mean, but not really, though. So, I don't know. But that that set... I'm not a huge fan of the full LED. I'm not either. I like AEW's old-school, like, TNA shit.
2: Yeah, I've never liked the... Uh the uh always the same stage with WWE i, yeah, I really like change the, the colors yeah i, I like the the idea of having different sets for the shows
3: hell yeah like steel posts are standing up there's like mm-hmm. the caging on the sides and I, I yeah like you
2: know anyways like the only time it ever really seems to change obviously wrestlemania
3: and then like
2: extreme rules and tlc they'll have like the ladders or the but the it's table the same every year up. though yeah it's boring
3: and the t- the ladders and the chairs Up to the ceiling—that's just goofy to me. And they're like, they're like, they're like spinning, standing there, just spinning because the wind's blowing them. And it's their their stage has been super lame for at least I don't know, like eleven years now. Two thousand eight is kind of when they went to the whole HD thing. Yeah, ever since they made the switch to HD, it's been weird. Which, like, not—it's not like they, you know, they they were everybody switched to HD, but like they could have kept you know, a smaller setup, or like a better stage with LEDs, anyways, uh, so yeah, Paul Heyman, I guess he was working raw last night, because I also read that he was sitting Gorilla with Vince McMahon the whole time, and there was no disagreements, that's just of Wade Keller reporting that, that could be, like Bischoff always says, him just making up shit to get to get people to listen and credibility, so yeah, I think I I think I
2: saw Dave Meltzer also report that same thing. So, well, maybe it's right then. Or maybe, maybe they're playing off each other. Yeah, um, so. I mean, I mean, I Paul Heyman and Vince McMahon have had a long history together. Yeah, because I mean, Vince kind of he helped, helped him helped through ECW. Yeah. yeah, for a long time before eventually they went bankrupt and he bought. Everybody knows the history. If you don't, what what the fuck? What are you listening are you to this for? Yeah, yeah, but um. <laughs> I don't know. My whole, like, you, you brought up Triple H. I feel like, and my wife, Amanda, who, uh, I, when I told her about it, she was like, oh, I bet Triple H is pissed. So, I mean, I don't know if maybe he felt, if he didn't have a part of it, does he feel like he's passed over? Or does he feel like this just gives me more reason to pay more attention to the kids at NXT?
3: Maybe that, and it's also, he still has big stroke there, so it's not like they're over him. He's the c o o you know, he's up, he's, he, he's part of the family. So if Shane O'Mac or Triple H or Stephanie walks up and tells Heyman to do something, they're probably going to do it. Even though that sounds shitty because that's, you know, it, it's like, but, dude and, and Heyman
2: have Heyman and Stephanie
3: have a history too. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it is what it is. I think, uh, I think last night showed that Heyman was backstage.
2: Yeah. And, and I mean, you you could tell. And uh, I read this morning that, you know, because it came out last week after the news broke, that Vince was pissed because they sent out those emails from the company uh, promoting them. So now Bischoff is going to be on SmackDown tonight just because he was promoted, which makes sense. I mean, it's good. It's a good tactic to put him on the show, at least the first night, because it's going to bring in ratings because people are going to be excited to see him and see what he has to offer for the show.
3: Yeah. I know that they weren't, it's not supposed to be a TV role, you know, but of course they, I don't know. I mean, you have, you have to break the news on that because that's something that's like, Hey, these two guys that everybody loves and knows they're going to be running the two shows now. And that's like, Whoa, shit. let me tune in and see if anything changes that, that right there is already a ratings poll. Right, and
2: it's not like
3: your average
2: Joe six-pack fan goes to the corporate
3: WWE website, yeah, at all, yeah.
2: So that would really be the only place that they would probably announce something like that, unless it was something big like this, yeah. But I mean, I know they said that they it's not going to be a TV role, but I can't see Eric Bischoff being at TV every week and
3: not eventually being on TV. He's he's too much of a TV personality, and it's like Paul Heyman's going to be on TV as well because he's going to be with Brock Lesnar. Well, whenever. <laughs> He'll be on TV once in a while.
2: Yeah. But, I mean, and Eric Bischoff is just – I mean, like you said, he's one of our favorite people, both of us. Yeah. he's He's such – he has that TV look. I mean, he started as a fucking announcer. Yeah. So, I mean – it makes sense to have, and I mean, he's still a good-looking dude, you know. So,
3: yeah. What, what kind of people do you put on TV? And this is, it's. It, I like the fact. I like the fact that we switched the 2004 role here. So Heyman instead instead of Heyman being on SmackDown, he's on Raw, and Bischoff being instead of being on Raw, he's on SmackDown. And I like. Well, go, go ahead. Sorry, I, I I like Bischoff on SmackDown for moving forward with a new, uh, uh a new TV deal because. People uh, people have this issue where they still look back on WCW and they rag on Bischoff. And I think I think prior to Bischoff coming back or whatever, like after he left and then came back or whatever when he quit, like 1999, the writing was on the wall in WCW. And yeah. he said it so many times on 83 Weeks because that's probably my favorite of the big three wrestling podcasts is 83 Weeks because it's Eric Bischoff.
2: It's Hills and Quads, yeah, I know. <laughs>
3: Of the other big three. Yeah. The main big three is out of the bullpen ringside recap and the original heels and quad dressing podcast. <laughs> That's the main big three. I'm talking about the other big three. Uh, the uh,
2: the uh, Tommy Walter uh, triage of podcasting.
3: <laughs> Tommy Walter's like, I, day offs
2: of podcasting. I, I really wear myself fucking thin, by the way. So I hope everybody enjoys my
3: work thank you yeah you're you get on, you get on out of the bullpen you're like yeah this week the yankees and sting and you're like wait no never mind sorry
2: <laughs> oh no no that's the thing is when i when i'm doing the baseball show they want to talk about wrestling and i'm like can we not
3: yeah like, we've done our, this,
2: i've done this twice already <laughs> our our pre-show like our little pre-show chat yeah for like 15 minutes is like oh did you see that of course i saw it i've already covered yeah
3: look two, back two and a
2: half three hours of so. wrestling yeah like, I don't want to talk about it anymore.
3: <laughs> uh, so, anyways, Bischoff. Yeah. Uh, I like I like him on SmackDown because of... I think he's got... He, he's been around that other side of the business lately a lot. AEW yeah. and all that stuff. And, of course, I have to just say it, but I know another reason they got signed is because AEW's probably... They probably would have picked up Bischoff. Yeah, they were lurking.
2: <laughs> um, so... Now, back to what I was going to say when I rudely tried to interrupt you. When I rudely just totally took over. Because, <laughs> I mean, I think you were headed this way anyways. Probably. But I also think a big part of Bischoff getting signed to SmackDown is due to the Fox network. And, you know, he has a history of working with network yeah. executives. Yeah. So, I think – and, I mean, it's it's kind of been – noted that he will be working with the Fox executives and not just Vince McMahon. So he has a little more of a... Uh, it seems like his role is going to be a little more important than Paul Heyman's. He, because he's also going to be working with Fox execs and Paul Heyman really just has to answer to Vince. I, yeah, and... And Stephanie and Paul and Is it
3: confirmed that he's working with Fox execs? It's what I read. Okay. The... Uh,
2: uh, I think this one was WrestlingRumors.net. I think it was the site that I saw that on. I'm not a hundred percent sure, so if I'm wrong, whatever. But at
3: least we try to promote other people. So, well, and you put you also put with the SmackDown thing. You're putting Bischoff in the hands of I don't know what is it now. It's July, August, September. You got three months. He's got th- you give it. You gave the SmackDown role to a guy. Not that Paul Heyman couldn't have done it. You give the SmackDown roll to a guy who's de- who destroyed you in the ratings for eighty three weeks. Uh you give him the the T V that is about to have a new network and you, you you have him build it up. So it's like, Okay, cool, when this comes around on Fox, I'm ready to watch it. You know.
2: Have you seen if it's like the length of their contracts? Is it multiple years? Or I, I have a year. I don't think
3: that news has been. I don't think. That's yeah, I don't. Came out I yet. don't think that's been announced. I would. Think it was it's the same like a with like when deal or something.
2: Yeah, when Pritchard was announced to come back, I mean, they didn't really announce any specifics other than he was going to be a producer.
3: Yeah, so I think I think it's I, they they typically do like three year contracts usually, for for
2: wrestlers I, at least. Yeah, and I'm sure there's you know stipulations like if if they don't perform to this degree or whatever, they can you know be released from their contracts with yeah. no pay after yeah. and all you know all that
3: mumbo jumbo. Now that they're stuff not that, already getting royalties. That we're into yeah, yeah. And another thing I gotta wonder is I don't think this will come into play, but. I want to know what Paul Heyman thinks with Brock Lesnar. I want to see what direction he thinks you take Brock Lesnar in. I really want to know what that, what that looks like <clears throat> because that's his, that's his guy, but it's also like how – I'm sure they're super tight, but I feel like Paul is such a good businessman that he's going to go, Brock, I'm not, gonna, I'm not pushing you to the moon, dude, because yeah. Paul, knows, Paul knows what's up. Paul and Bischoff, they're old school – wrestling guys, but they know that it's moving with the times and that... They
1: still
2: have their finger on the pulse yes, of what yes. what wrestling
3: fans want. Yes, exactly. They know, They're not they know what they are looking for. Exactly. And that was... I think that's a... Whether it's because of the a- signing them to get them away from AEW or not, this is probably one of my favorite moves WWE has made in a long time. I was excited when Pritchard came back, but that didn't really do anything because right. he's still getting... You know, Vince is telling him what's up left and right. So, I, I love this. I love that Heyman and Bischoff are running running the show now. Well, and, and Pritchard's not doing anything that we know of, you know. Yeah, exactly. He's just telling someone how to, like, stand and how they should, their face should look. And, you know, not that that's not important. That's important. It's part of the whole acting role. But
2: that's, that's TV production 101.
3: Yeah. You're just, you're telling people how to do it. But, uh. I think that's good. You got Pritchard producing and you got uh, two of the best in the business directing the shows, the the head directors. And that's good because then you got the writers at the writer's table like, oh, I got this idea. And, you know, if it sucks, even though the writers usually got good ideas, apparently, uh, they can be like, no, man, that's not going to work. So, Cause I, since, Just because you wrote Friends.
2: Since we got Pritchard and Bischoff on board, how long before Tony Schiavone's hired?
3: <laughs> I don't think he. I don't think he comes back in the business. No. Ever. So I how many? I, more think, sh- I think Tony's over it. Tony's like his w- WCW. I think ruined it for him. That yeah. that last the year or two of WCW. Yeah. yeah, that really ruined it for Shivani, I think he and made he his did, money. I mean, he did.
2: He did work with MLW the last couple of years before Cornette came back. So I mean, and he was. He still had it. He can still call a match. It was. It was really oh, yeah. actually refreshing to hear him, but. I could I mean I could see him eventually maybe working with AEW if the, if they ever did like multiple TV shows which I kind of hope they don't. Uh, I don't know how you how do you feel about that? I mean I think Are you, you cool I I think we're cool with the one TV a week
3: for a, for a long time until you until you get as bi- until you if you get as big as the bigger companies uh all of previous WCW and current WWE. When you get that big, you can have two shows, I think. But I'm totally fine with one show. And and also the two shows thing, I, I like I like one because it you don't get burnt out, but I like Raw and SmackDown because I like I love the brand split and I just wish they would stick to that. AEW, I think Wednesday Night Dynamite, that's that's good for ten years. Leave it be. Yeah. I, I think
2: it's more beneficial for AEW just to have the one show, period, because it's two hours a week. That's what everybody talks about. Till the next week, they don't have to worry about doing Raw one night or Wednesday night Dynamite one night, and then having to worry about doing Saturday nights. Hustle and tussle, whatever. whatever it is. I couldn't think. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't think of a. I
3: couldn't Saturday think of a good name. Off the top what about Saturday morning slam? <laughs> <laughs> Pre-taped at SmackDown.
2: Yeah, Raw, whatever now, I, it was. I, I would be okay if AEW did like a kid friendly weekend show like in the morning, kinda like Superstars or LiveWire was back in the day. Yeah. That I, wouldn't that wouldn't be a bad idea. Just like a not I mean, I'm not even talking like an hour, like a thirty minute like recap show.
3: Yeah. That I, would be I okay. love those Saturday and Sunday morning recap yeah, shows. Yeah, it was. I fun. loved those. Uh Afterburn.
1: And, yeah, uh,
2: and, I mean, that was kind of those times I remember being a kid and getting the, the big jumbo ring out and me and my brother playing with our wrestling guys while we watched Superstars and Livewire and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. That was a good time.
3: Those were good times. I enjoyed it. Uh, I forgot to mention, obviously, AJ Styles turned heel and Ricochet in the club and him stood tall. at the. En- that was the end of Raw, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, some two sweet skis at the yeah, end. Yeah, it was nice. I like
3: that they uh, made it on TV, and I feel like that's another Heyman decision. I feel like that's like, hey, you got – this is a huge thing. Put them together on TV. What are you doing? You know? Why are they why, – why, on-
2: why, why did you have them together for three months when they first came in and it, it was good, and then you turn them into doctors and kind of ruined it for a bit, and then yeah. – they were nowhere to be found for a while. It,
3: yeah, it, it's just one of those things. It's like, look what you have. Why aren't you using that? And I feel like I could see, I could see Paul Heyman just telling Vince that because he's so straight up about shit.
2: I honestly think, still to this day, that it was he saw the writing on the wall and it was like, I should capitalize on it, but since I didn't make them stars, I can't do it.
3: Yeah, like he's just like, yeah, it's not his idea. Fight. Yep. he's not gonna do yep. it. Yep, that's exactly that's probably what it is. I feel like we don't know Vince McMahon, but I think we know Vince McMahon because everybody's talked about him for 30 years, you know? I think we know Mr. McMahon. We know Mr. Yeah, yeah. Vince is. But we don't know Vince. Vince just works out and watches WWE. Mr. Yeah. McMahon makes crazy decisions and tells you if it's good shit or not.
2: It's Do such you think good vi- shit. Okay, so we know like Triple H and Stephanie are really into like the late night workouts and stuff because they post about it on Twitter all the time. Yeah. So, do you think that Vince, while he's working out, he just sits there and watches Raw and SmackDown over? Oh my god, I don't, I don't know. That's just ha- okay. Let me rephrase it. How many times a week do you think Vince goes back and watches the
3: that week's TVs? How many times a week? Ah, uh, I don't know. That's a that's a good question. Um, probably twice. At he least. watches it or do you think he's just like, okay, I got to move past probably, it. Yeah, he probably, he does it in on, yeah. and then he watches it while he's working out twice and then he's like, all right, I let's don't know. think about next just, week, pal. I'll...
2: I just, that, that thought has come to my head before and I just never yeah. have said it out loud and it feels good to get that out there. Like I, I,
3: I honestly wonder, no. Like, or God, does he no. got on the network? There's and watch no like way shit from 20 years ago. Talks. Like we do. <laughs> he, if he watched that, he'd be like, "Wow, what was I doing right back then?" But he wouldn't though, because he'd be like, "I'm doing the same thing. I don't know what's going wrong."
2: Does Does Vince know what YouTube is? Oh God, I don't know. <laughs> do you think?
3: I just you I see him as like he has an iPhone, random, like, but he's super old school. <laughs> do you think? Do you think, think Vince McMahon know. has ever Vince seen McMahon a major motion picture? He's a strange guy. I think, and that's it. He watches Vince McMahon watches McMahon. <laughs>
2: Is Vince McMahon is, is Vince McMahon your number one no, sit no. down have a beer with no. person? I, I, uh, I no. No. Oh
3: man, top top three. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, yeah, top five maybe. Yeah. No, but I don't know about Vince. Okay. All right. Oof, that's okay. Tough. Who's your top uh, Bruce three? Sit down, have a beer with Pete. Um, Al Jorgensen. I'm I don't okay. like planes.
2: <laughs> Are you on a
3: plane? But yes, I probably am. Bruce Dickinson's flying the uh <laughs> Boeing 747. I'm co-pilot with Bruce Dickinson drinking a beer and that's safe. You're co-pilot because he's great. So it doesn't it's Bruce Dickinson. He doesn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. Probably Al Jorgensen right. of Ministry yes. because I, I want to hear his crazy stories about how many drugs he did. Mhm. Uh Yeah. The third one, third one's a wrestling Mm personality for sure. Probably that's I I wanna say Bischoff, but like here's the thing. This is something that other than Bruce Dickinson and Al Jorgensen, those two those two probably don't change. Top top three through five, that probably changes depending on what I'm feeling. Like that could be Tommy Lee one day, and then the next day it could be uh Lady Gaga. Like I don't know. Or or Vince McMahon. Like, Vin- Vince's Vince's. I would say Vince is somewhere in <laughs> three to five. Bischoff is – Bischoff's probably – Bischoff's probably below Vince. You know what? Now that I think of that, I've heard Bischoff's stories, a lot of them. So Vince is probably number three. If I'm yeah. making this spur of the moment, Vince is number three right now. Yeah. No, no, no.
2: Yeah, spur of the moment. It's not set in stone. No, we're not – it's anal, not going in rectum, the annals of history or the, the annals of history. history. Um, <laughs> like, I mean, my, my top three would, I mean, like you, they would switch. Vince McMahon isn't somebody I would sit down and want to have a beer with. Vince is somebody I would want to sit down and have a meal with. Because yeah, I would really want to it. pick it, like a nice it. like five-star <laughs> steakhouse, like, yeah, oh of course yeah he pays I mean, for it i mean we've got podcast money but i mean you know if Vin- vince is the big wig here so i mean you're talking a just pick hour, his fucking maybe, brain and just see
3: how a he couple thinks. Of bottles of wine see what he thinks about
2: i just want to know like yes like yeah tell, what
3: are you what are you thinking tell about tell me your life in real
2: time not like i don't I don't want to. I don't want to overproduce WWE. Yeah, I want you to tell I you want to what know you do while you're vets. working out.
3: When you're taking a shit, what do you do? You scroll through Facebook, or do you like? What are you doing? <laughs> what do you do, man? <laughs> yeah. How many hours of sleep do you do actually you, do? You know what Facebook night? is? A week.
2: <laughs> <laughs> do you have a home? Do you How have many a apps? Home? Do you have on your phone <laughs> that aren't WWE? The McMahon Mansion. Yeah. Can I have the number? Do you? Let me talk to Linda.
3: <laughs> are you Do still you touting? That you that I is that you that keeps touting me at three in the morning? Do you are like music? Do you like
2: TikTok? <laughs> 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 How many concerts
3: yeah. have you been to? And are you a member of? Setless. Do you like SoundCloud? <laughs> I do not. Speaking but of, what do that?
2: you use Setlist.fm?
3: Leave right back. Oh, do you mean looking dude, at what love, they play? I, I'm like a weird. Yeah, dude. fuck like yeah! I I when was just looking I, at that.
2: Yeah, like my favorite, my favorite bands. Like I like like when Kiss started the the final tour, dude, uh, the end of the road tour. That's like crazy. the opening night. Like I'm just I waiting just did that. for like the setlist pop up, that, and dude, when dude, it I did, I was like, night. oh yeah, yeah, I. I'm a member it's on there and every concert I've ever been yeah. to is in my uh in on my profile. So like if ever like I'm like talking about a concert that I've went Dude, to with somebody, do I'll, this, I'll look I, up the set I, list. That band Free right right, Teeth that I'm obsessed that
3: with right now. Uh I am going to see them in Kansas City on July 19th mm-hmm. so far. And they're Yeah. they're tour they're with thanks, Ministry. Thanks right for now the invitation. In the UK couple dates and their first night on tour was june 30th now they're opening for them so it's not the full set but all day sunday starting at about one o'clock because it's getting late in berlin at that time i was checking and checking and checking and finally july 1st in the morning it came out i was like yeah and it was only like eight or nine songs and i was like okay this is just because they're opening they're not they're not playing a 16 song set Mm -hmm. right now and
2: That's, like, when bands are on Yeah, they only play, like... Yeah, Yeah, they they play, like, like ten songs. Because
3: you're seeing 30 bands in a day. So, you know. And then, like, I'm going to see... There's another hardcore show. I'm going to see in August, uh, Norma Jean, Fit for a King, and Currents. It's all metalcore stuff. Uh, And I... Yeah, I actually
2: know who Norma Jean is because I my in friends were like, really
3: yeah. I, that's when like I was in ten time. years I was ago. like high school. I was super into Norma Jean, and I was like, "This is badass." It was just that yeah. hardcore shit. So I'm gonna go watch some scene kids swing their arms around, and maybe I'll punch one. And then seven seven Dust is here as well. I you have to, go to see them, and then uh, bring it. yeah.
2: They're, yeah. they're like super yeah. old school. Like people don't the realize like how long like they've been. Around. Like
3: I was a kid when they it's started. old man. And then Breaking <laughs> yeah. Benjamin and someone else is coming here. Oh Chevelle, Breaking Benjamin, Chevelle. Oh. And uh, is that's yeah, the one I think Dorothy so. Yeah,
2: there's, a, that there's that like I'll two opening about. bands.
3: Yeah, that Amanda and loves it. Yeah, I got. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of shows I'm wanting to go to, but I'm I'm totally with you. At first, I didn't know what you're talking about. I didn't know it was dot fm. But I'm totally all about Setlist.fm. Yeah, and I, and I did it with Slayer too. I wanted to know what they were playing when I went. And, to And yeah,
2: and like I'm I'm real big with like on there with like Bruce and Bon Jovi because those are two bands that constantly oh, change their sets every night. So like I that's tough. Yeah. So like when I go and look at one one night, and then when they play the next night, like, like one okay, song they here change. and there type thing. Yeah, well, I mean, and Bruce will do, like, he'll do, like, the full album of something sometimes, and then, like, oh, the last yeah, they half do like is the 20-year
3: anniversary, 30-year, well, for Bruce, it's, like, 30, 40-year anniversary. Yeah, but.
2: yeah, yeah, but, and, and, I mean, like, Bon Jovi's the same way, like, the last half, like, the first half of the sets are usually yeah. pretty similar, but then, like, the the yeah. encores and that's, channel That's
3: talented, I feel like, because when you're on the road and you're touring, like, I feel like you have the muscle memory of the set you practiced for a month before you went out on the road, and then, right, and that's why Kiss is what it is because it's such a
2: big production, like WWE, to tie in some wrestling references here <laughs> because we're getting way off topic, which is fine.
3: It's our number two. It's I mean, our show. It's our number two.
2: Um, One and two. <laughs> but I mean, like, there's such a big production that, and they have their, you know, core core choreographed moves yeah. and stuff they do on stage yeah. to certain songs their are pyros timed with the set so i mean it's a little different i get why they don't change theirs as much but it's nice to like bands that yeah because kiss can't just go basis.
3: hey and s- let's play uh oh, I, I could save certain songs but and and s-
2: let's let's play let's play thrills of the night from animal Eyes that we haven't played since yeah then 90- you have to change
3: up your eighty nine. The whole act has to change because you have to be like okay we're going into this Mm now
2: and they've got the the big screens and everything that have the the uh cgi shit going on yeah like the old pictures like kiss
3: yearbook and shit and it's like
2: there's so much production behind
3: bigger bands like that that they just can't do it who plays so who plays guitar and drums for kiss right now
2: uh, Tommy Thayer is playing guitar. He's been with them. He was in a band called Black and Blue in the 80s. And uh, Gene produced their debut album. So he's been friends with them forever. But he was in a Kiss tribute band. Then joined them as like kind of like their videographer tour, like co-tour manager. Like, basically, he would yeah. like, go get coffee and stuff. So then once Ace decided... During the farewell tour, the Japanese-Australian leg in 2001. And he's like, During done. the
3: first farewell tour. Because
2: <laughs> Peter had already left. Yeah. And so uh, Eric Singer came back to play drums. Okay. So he's been back since 2001. Although Peter came back for like I 03. Thought they been,
3: they, I thought they had been which which was in weird positions for a while now. The guitarist and the drummer.
2: Yeah. So, so like nonstop between
3: the two... Eric and Tommy, okay. it's been since okay. 2004. so they've been, they've been with, both of them have been with yeah. since at least 2004, other than the changes before that. Yeah. So
2: you're looking at 15 years, so it's not like they're, you know, new. And, I mean, musically, it's way better because, I mean, everybody that's a KISS fan knows Ace and Peter can so play on the Kiss, last tour anyways.
3: Before we move back to wrestling, KISS with Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons are the the James Hetfield and Lars Ulrich, right? Of okay,
1: yeah, okay. they'll never, That's, they'll well, never leave. But I
3: figured they ran, they were kind of the band yeah. guys. They ran the band, basically.
2: right? Yeah, they ran the band because in the seventies, even it was you know four way equal split. But you know, by the time they broke up in eighty, the writing was on the wall that they were the ones that were running the business because Ace and Peter just wanted yeah. to drink and Which do drugs
3: uh <laughs> yeah i totally get it i mean i get it yeah i would you're in a band so why fuck why yeah up, i you absolutely know? would
2: don't do drugs that's the
3: that's the good thing about me not being famous well I'm, I mean, yeah infamous. i'm infamous that's definitely a thing oh uh, all right so uh yeah let's talk aew let's get back all Elite to wrestling. wrestling's fighter fest
2: before we get to that, thank you everybody that has uh, messaged me and told us told me how great of a job that we did on the stones. Is that real show. shit? People liked it. That was cool of people to do actually do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, people actually enjoyed it. And obviously the uh, the best part, unanimous, unanimous, <laughs> unanimous, unanimously. It's like I, can't I say that Unanimously, way. say
3: it. Unanimously.
2: Thank you. Uh, was the uh, coming up with the name.
3: Chili McFreeze. That. Uh, that yeah,
1: that's, uh,
0: that's
3: solid. And I like how you strategically the way you did it on the story was you actually left out when it started to get really good. You like put it on there and you start. We started talking about Chili McFreeze yeah. and then it cut off. Hey, let's uh, real quick. Let's take a short break and I uh, will text you. All right. Howdy y'all, and y'all better not forget You gotta go over to CollarAndElbowBrand.com And use coupon code HeelsAndQuads and all caps To Save you 10% on your order But you can also go to Zubas.com And use coupon code HeelsAndQuads and all caps checkout But that saves you 15% On your order My grandpa said he remember Zubas And he said you all to swing by there And buy some shirts That's some dang good country. And now, let me introduce you to the world's best pro wrestling channel. That is, Powerslam.tv. Powerslam lets you stream the entire world of pro wrestling all in a single channel for one low price. Bringing over 4,000 hours of content from over 110 of your favorite wrestling brands from countries all around the globe right on your laptop and mobile devices. You can find all of your favorite kinds of wrestling. British Strong Style, Women's Wrestling, Lucha Libre, Technical, Comedic, High Flying, Hardcore, and many others. In addition to the most recent events, Power Slam also gives you shoot interviews, backstage footage, round tables, and lifestyle videos with legendary names in the pro wrestling industry. That's powerslam.tv. And make sure to use coupon code Quads in all caps at checkout to give you one month free to view over 4,000 hours of content on PowerSlam.tv using coupon code Quads in all caps at checkout. Are you a man that prefers the can and likes the occasional wine? Well look no further as we have a solution for you, Man Can Wine. That's right, wine in a can. Our friends over at mancanwine.com have the ultimate drink for any man or woman looking for their favorite adult beverage in a can. They come in a variety of flavors, red, white, fizz, and rosé. Each can contains the equivalent to a half a bottle of wine and 12.5% alcohol. Each can also has a special inner lining to prevent that aluminum taste that we all know. So head over to mancanwine.com and get your koozies ready, or purchase them at mancanwine.com from ManCan, your very own ManCan Koozie. Make sure to use coupon code Heels and Quads in all caps at checkout to save 25% on your order. That's mancanwine.com. Using coupon code EELSANDQUADS AND QUADS in all caps at checkout to save 25 percent on your order. All right, not gonna lie, I uh, had to take a quick break there because it was coming. I had Thai food <laughs> last night, so <laughs>
2: <laughs> when you sent me that text, I was like, "Oh well, at least he had a good reason." That was yeah, a good schedule break. Like, uh, usually, I, had I to can piss make anyways, it anyways, and I started laundry, so.
3: That was pretty. You got a lot done.
2: Yeah, it was a it was a, a good scheduled break.
3: Any other well, we're, time we're, I could make it, but
2: we're going to a pool today, so I had to wash the kids and my uh-huh. swimming trunks because
3: uh-huh. instead of swimming at the house, we're going to an actual pool. So. Yeah, I uh, was at my apartment pool yesterday, and people well, get super like, awkward at done... the pool,
2: dude. Oh yeah. Well, once it people does. start showing up, like, if there's a bunch of people there, I just will be like, right, no, we're let's go do something else. Yeah. I just it... – when other families are involved, like, we're going with somebody and, and their kids, so that's cool. But, like, once other people start showing up, I'm just like, oh,
3: I'm done. I like when I show up and there's, like, uh, you know, five, six people there. Like, it's sure. pretty crowded for a small pool. Yeah. And there's the weird couple that – Definitely likes anime, and they go hide in the corner and just stare at each other. And I'm like, "You guys can swim, you know that, right?" Yeah,
2: <laughs> they're wearing
3: black jeans. Yeah, in the pool, and their shirts yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. And they've got Dude. like they've got like old work boots on. Yeah, and like, why are you in that? Why are you wearing that in the pool?
2: <laughs> this is not pool attire. It's okay to wear some like flamboyant colors by the pool.
3: Yeah, and the next day, the pool is closed because all their jean frills plugged it up. Ugh. Yeah, anyways. All right. So, uh, yeah, pools are funny, man. I could go on for a while about that. Uh, AEW Fighter Fest. That was Saturday, right?
2: Correct. From the Ocean
3: Center in Daytona Beach,
2: Florida, which is also the place that held the 1996 Bash at the
3: Beach. I love that. I love that. Uh,. Can I I just want to brag on AEW. Their entrance, their stage, the TitanTron, whatever you want to call it. It is so good. I love the two different tunnels and it's just so early TNA to me and I love that stage setup. Yeah,
2: and I I was reading on Twitter this morning people shitting on how it reminded them of early TNA. But you know, and I wasn't I've never been a TNA person, but uh shout out to Impact for getting uh deal with Access TV.
3: Oh, so that's yeah, awesome. that's, that's, that's right. That's good for
2: them. Um, more eyes on their product, which from what I hear, like I said, I don't watch. But from what I hear, it is way, way better than it ever has been.
3: Other than okay. like AJ was there. I Man, I got a soft spot for the TNA years where like stings like Joker Sting and Aces and Aids. Probably because I seen it live then. But yeah, I liked I liked TNA up until like 24. 20- when I when the crowd started not being at the events and it was getting weird, I was like, "Ugh!" It, w- it there was a reason for that, but I hope like I to had I
2: it. had I known you then, I probably would have watched it.
3: Yeah, we would have been doing a podcast a long time ago. Yeah, we made a lot more money too. Well, that's debatable. <laughs> yeah, we're we're starting to make that big. That's debatable. Which bear is better, black bears? And he's like, "That's debatable." i know (laughs) bears beats battlestar galactica what are you doing i love i love the office so much anyways let's talk about fighter fest because we are getting (laughs) off topic seriously today bad so i did not watch the pre-show but i know that the best friends and socal match was awesome oh and private party was awesome
2: yeah which i just want to say since you didn't watch it Go back and watch that match. It's the first match on the buy-in because, yeah. holy shit, man! Private Party, who were trained by Amazing Red. Who, if you don't know, Amazing Red, what are you doing? But, uh, wow, like Private Party, such a great team. Um, I've seen a couple of their indie matches because of the other show that I do. So, uh, yeah, they were awesome. I'm surprised that SCU didn't win. I'm glad, but they I'm didn't. also. But I'm also glad that Best Friends won because I'm a huge fan of Trent Beretta and Chucky E.T. Yeah, that team's awesome, man. Shout out to their uh, High Spot Shoot series, uh, Talking Dogs and Popping Hogs, or vice versa, <laughs> because it's fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, That's like okay, one of my so... favorite shoot series that they do. Like, they interview was...
3: wrestlers. And, I, I didn't realize yeah. this was a good for an opportunity at a first-round buy. The AEW World Tag Championship Tournament. So And see,
2: I had gotten it twisted because I thought the tournament started at All Out. It doesn't start till T V starts. Uh, the match that's, that's at All better. Out is for the first round by. So I thought this match was for the first round by at all out, but I was
3: wrong. Okay. Cool. Uh then we got Allie defeated Leva Bates. I don't like the library thing. That's just it's annoying to me it's fun like, sh- 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 uh, I'm, I'm it's just <laughs> it's annoying it's like if i wanted to watch like this i'd watch wwe you know that's that's kitty yeah. shit to me that's, and, that's and all that- i got to say about that i like liva bates i just that's oh yeah we love her
2: um but that's like the whole reason they're doing it is to play off like overproduced bullshit Which I mean, I get it. Like, eh. I get why people don't like it. I think it's
3: funny personally, but I also like Peter Avalon. Maybe that's the reason I don't like it. Is because they're doing a good job with it. You know, you got to think of it like that.
2: (laughs) You're so used to
3: garbage that I have have to learn the take to this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael Nakazawa defeated Alex Jabaley in a hardcore match.
2: Yeah, that uh, you don't have to watch. (laughs) Don't watch that. Okay. I All, although I will say that uh, Michael Swiss Nakazawa uh, was very entertaining.
3: Alex Jabaley needs to stick to video games. Every time I hear Michael Nakazawa, I think of the dude that always has his mouth open on 205 Live. Teka T- Kazawa or whatever. Something like that. Oh, Nizawa.
2: Akira Tazawa? Akira
3: yeah, he always has his mouth open. Yeah. That guy. I always think of him. That guy. We don't have uh, Five Live. The show the actual show opened with uh I, I say SEMA. I hear some people say Chima and weird stuff. SEMA defeated Christopher Daniels. It's Sima. Okay. You, were, you are correct. I seen I knew I could because Christopher Daniels isn't gonna go over here. Like he's he's a he's a no. true player, so he's gonna yeah. he's gonna put the new guy the the other guy over, get him some get him some respect.
2: I and I mean they He's a pretty friends decent friends match. Forever. He's a good opener. Uh, and I like that they, like, kind of gave Seema's backstory here, because they really didn't at Double or Nothing. So he...
3: Yeah, you know, they're just Chinese.
2: Yeah, Oscars. he, that's he all was trained by Ultimo Dragon in Mexico, and, like, that's super fucking cool to know, because
3: yeah, growing up
2: as a kid, I thought Ultimo Dragon was the shit.
3: Yeah, he was He was awesome. He was, like, he was the Rey Mysterio before Rey Mysterio, Yeah, you know?
2: And, uh, yeah, I mean, this, I mean... Solid opener. However, I'm so ready to not see SCU and Christopher Daniels on pre-shows and first matches.
3: I'm just ready to see – I'm kind of over the SOAP, the SCU thing. I I am. It's good. It's great. And I like all the guys. It's just the SCU and then all the idiot fans that have to chant that nonstop and it's like – Like we did. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, like we did. But that was a year ago. I was still into it. I was still watching. You know, I'm,
2: re- I'm ready. Okay, let me let me rephrase what I said. I'm ready to see Scorpio Sky as a main event singles wrestler.
3: I can get down with that.
2: Scorpio Sky's the shit.
3: I think Kaz and Christopher Daniels they're gonna be like a tag team and then probably putting people over for a while. Yeah, and that's because they're that's they're great. older yeah. now. Yeah, and I'm fine with that because Christopher Daniels is one of the best in the biz, and he's working backstage as like a a uh, trainer and an agent or whatever. So. I'm down with that. Yes, uh, then, but but a
2: good opener nonetheless. I
3: should I don't dislike SCU. I just it, it, the SCU thing kind of it, it got over for a reason, but and obviously it's going to go on for a long time.
2: I, I but, love how you're retracting your statement now because
3: you're like I, I I realize
2: what I've said and I don't like it.
3: Yeah, I just I don't I don't I don't want it to feel like I dislike them. I like all the guys. I just it's just the SCU. There's something about SCU that bothers me. Maybe next week I'll like it. I don't know. I'll let you know next week. <laughs> Maybe I'm just tired – maybe I'm tired of it right now because I'm so used to bullshit product that I'm, like, trying to find things. Yeah,
2: we're, we nitpick. That's the problem. We nit- we nitpick AEW because we're trying to be so unbiased because we love all those people so much that we can't stand to, like, brag on it and be just proud. Just blow them over and yeah. over again.
3: Yeah. I uh, I also seen everybody's complaints about the production. Well, let me mention this first. Riho defeated uh, Yuka Sakazaki and Nyla Rose in a three way women's match. Um,
2: uh, I like this match actually better than the uh, the six women uh, match uh, from Double, Double or Nothing. Or nothing.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah, and, and almost more room for everybody to get spots. Yeah,
2: and almost I like this match almost as much as the four way from Double or Nothing. It was very close. Yeah, but I, I like I like Riho a lot. I this this event made me. I like, like her. Yeah.
3: Uh, this is I think it was the next match. Adam Page, uh, hey yeah, you defeated, defeated Jimmy Havoc, Jungle Boy, and MJF. This is kind of the match that was. I think this is where the complaints kind of came from. On the production about how the camera shots, they were missing some stuff. Yeah. And
2: um. One one more thing before we get in this match, though. Nyla Rose with the the double camel clutch, that was the shit. I right, okay. Move on.
3: Well, it's dope because she's a she's like the big beast of the girls. But she's so not she winning the
2: matches. She's Owen too.
3: Yeah, but she's just kicking ass. Yeah, and I like that. That's and cool. Get, and she's getting over because of it. Yeah, exactly. You don't so have to it, win. To a loss
2: over. doesn't hurt her.
3: Yeah. uh yeah hangman defeated jimmy havoc jungle boy and mjf this was a pretty fun match to watch i love four ways uh
2: that and the fact that MJF's promo pre-match was so good solid
1: fucking regina king for cadillac escalade when people ask regina do you like to compete i say bring it on Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving. In technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.
3: Oh,
2: Jesus
1: Christ.
3: So, I'm telling you, he is like the Miz if the Miz wasn't chained to... TVPG, the fed yeah yes he's totally the fucking miz dude
2: the the part about the mom swallowing that was yes uh
3: (laughs) the fact that he talked about he'd
2: go back and watch reruns on tlc of my 600 pound life but then in the next sentence called everybody pencil neck geeks so he goes from calling them fat to pencil neck geeks yeah he just he just (laughs) it's so he's good
1: dude he can he can do no wrong
2: And they're like, I love that people
3: legitimately hate him because he's so good at being a heel. That's when you know you're a good fucking heel when you can make everybody be like, "I don't like this guy." He's good. He's good on the and he's good in ring too, man. And he's like 22 or something. Yeah,
2: 23.
3: He's he's good, man. His weird that it's crazy because every time I see him now, I think of the Rosie O'Donnell thing. (laughs) you are my sunshine yeah and i'm like stupid cute kid (laughs) stupid ass cute kid (laughs) that's
2: gonna that's gonna be little tommy in a few years yeah oh my god that's what he reminds me of because like tommy was watching it with me when i first watched it sunday morning
3: and he's like i don't like that guy and i was like he gets it yeah he gets it (laughs) he gets it uh Cody defeated Darby Allen to a time limit draw, and that bump that Darby Allen took when he jumped off the turnbuckle backwards on the ring apron, oh, my God.
2: Can we go back and blow Hangman for a minute?
3: Yeah, sure. Let's blow Hangman for a minute.
2: Hangman Adam Page, and I've said it for whatever, almost two years now, and you've said it too, fucking superstar. He's a star, man. He's so good. Stone Cold Steve Austin told Tony Khan that he's a fucking star. When Stone Cold Steve Austin labels you as a star, you sir yeah,
3: are a star. One of the biggest stars of all time in wrestling, and he's gonna, yeah. The hang, yeah. Hangman's good, man. I like Hangman a lot.
0: God, he's and so I, good. I still
3: gotta buy his shirt because I want it. <laughs> I have to buy. I have a lot to buy. Yeah, but with with birthdays and rent right now, I need to not buy anything. <laughs> oh,
2: I'm so poor. I'm sick of it. <laughs> so, so on that note, go to You dot com. Code heels and quads in all caps is that fifteen percent off your CBD order. Yep, there
3: you go. Uh, yeah, Cody, Darby Allen, time limit draw. That bump though, that's what I wanted to really. Yeah, that that was just so harsh, dude. Darby Allen, I feel like his last name, that Allen, that's like G.G. G. Allen. I feel like that's some inspiration. That's that, what it reminds me of, too, yeah. G.G. G. Allen, crazy. Uh, and then he's do- – the bumps he do- – like, when he when Cody threw him into the turnbuckle and he, like, fly- he hits the post and flies out of the ring. Like, he didn't even hit the turnbuckles. He went through the turnbuckles, hit the post, and went out of the ring. I'm like, Jesus. And then the, the, the apron bump was just like, my God, this guy. He – He's the guy I wanna see in hardcore matches on pay-per-views.
2: I, I just love the fact that Darby Allen, like to like real hardcore wrestling fans, is already a star. And that like like I talk about mainstream I know nothing about him. Mainstream Joe Six Pack that only watches like WWE and maybe like Ring of Honor and maybe some New Japan here and there. But that's like me. your your <laughs> ma- your main fan, to, well, I only know it because Anne Marie. Like, yeah, I have, yeah. To, I have to watch this stuff to keep up with her. But like, I've learned so much about a lot of these guys, like Darby Allen, uh, Private Party, all these indie people that are getting this break now because you because
3: know AEW, man, yeah.
2: And the Bucks have seen these guys, and Cody's seen these They've guys. They've worked with and, them, yeah. Hangman's seen these guys, so that's the reason these people are getting this time. And I think Cody and Darby Allen had a match uh, for uh, N.E.W. W uh, like when Cody first left the Fed. I want to say he was one of one of the first opponents. OK, but I, I don't remember and it's going to drive me crazy.
3: I like that each show we're seeing some sort of start to a build to all out. Yes. With this one being like the beginning of this one is obviously we're gonna get Cody and Sean Spears at All Out, which will be a banger.
2: Yeah. Um also Hangman and MJF, that's the first That's the first T V rivalry. Yeah. When Hangman wins the belt at All Out. Yeah. Because I think, there's, I think, there's yeah. no
3: there's no way Jericho's winning that match. No, but there's I have a ten percent chance in my head. I really do because that gives them the right to say Chris Jericho is our first champion,
2: and that's another little notch in his belt that he doesn't need. But I'd be—I mean, I'm okay I don't—I don't, think, with I
3: don't it. think Jericho would do it. I think he'd be like, "No, that's it's Hangman, dude. Yeah, that,
2: he, that's that's he's telling them behind the scenes, like, no, that's stupid. I don't want it. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm, I mean, he, for real, I though. Think, you, I, yeah, no, I'm with you. I think he would be more
3: comfortable putting him over because he's a fucking star. Yeah, that's why? Yeah. he's the. He's the he's the first champ, dude. He has to be, and we I'm so that. glad they see that.
2: We said that before the press conference, the first when they made the announcement.
3: We said that like at all in, mm-hmm. we were like, whenever they have this company, they're gonna have next year. No, I'm just kidding. We didn't say that. The, but. <laughs> uh, well, I think we kind of debated that. We 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 talked about it, and we know that Hangman's the star. But yeah, he. Uh, they would say, Jericho, we want you to be our first champion, and he's going to say, no, you're going to make Hangman Adam Page your first champion because he's a fuck." Yeah. That's Jericho. Uh, but that chair shot Cody took, though, mm. from Sean Spears, that was – everybody's kind of shitting on it about the whole head trauma. And well, the Cornette. shit shitting on it, too. Our buddy, well, fuck, Cornette. Fuck Cornette. <laughs> God. <laughs> shut the fuck up and go back to watch NWA and AWA, dude. God. <laughs> Your fucking old school bullshit all the time. I like Cornette, but my (laughs) god, dude, get over it. This is watch fucking modern wrestling. You just can't
2: This this is why I brought it up because I I I know how much you love Jim Cornette. Yeah. And I and I do too, but there's sometimes he just
3: really It's just like shut the fuck up. Go to your little comic room and fucking read old comics if you're gonna live in the (laughs) old world. You know?
2: Nothing wrong with Uh. reading comics, I do.
3: No, I'm not, I'm not shitting on anything except for just sometimes his opinions.
2: Yeah. It's like, it, it, he's, he's gotta learn
3: sometimes just here, to, here's my thought and he's about not, the chair shot.
2: that's the thing. No. He's
3: not gonna learn. Here's, here's, he's, he's old, that's why. It's old, old school people stay in their old school ways. That's fine. Cause I'll probably be like that when I'm 60. I'll be like, oh man, I'm, I don't know, man. I like my iPhone 10 still. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but, uh, the, here's my thought on the chair shot. It should have been... He should have put his hands up protected and then bladed. That's yeah. what should have happened. He yeah. took a full-on chair shot to the head. That was that was Cody. That's not Sean Spears that did that. Cody stood there and took that chair shot right to the back of his fucking head. Yeah.
2: I, I, and I don't know how much... And I'm not, like, discrediting the Bucks here, but in their post-event presser, they were talking about how the chair was, quote-unquote, gimmicked. So... How much truth to that i don't know,
3: well, I could see the gash in his head,
2: yeah, no, it and, was a pretty big gash. and you could see it after the after the event too, there was a picture posted uh that's fucking staples right there, and he he was still bleeding out, so yeah, I that mean was, it was nasty that
3: should have been a that should have been a worked spot, not a hard not a hard spot yeah
2: all. I, I think I think we have to put
3: the the blame on. That was Cody, he didn't put it, it, it's, he just, Sean just threw the chair shot like he was told to throw the chair shot. Yeah. And granted, none of these guys have thrown head chair shots because that's been over with for a decade now.
2: Unless they were doing some, you know, indie promotion where Yeah, that nobody's
3: seen. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So, Cody should have put his hands up and bladed. That's what that was, that's how that was supposed to happen. And then he stood there and took it. So be it, Cody's tough as shit, he'll get over it. Uh, and I'm I'm I am glad though he didn't have a concussion. Like
2: they did announce that that he didn't have a concussion.
3: The way I seen it happen, yeah, I'm I'm so glad he didn't have a concussion. Just don't need that, that shit happening again. But it, what ha- it looks like what happened is the way he hit him with the chair. He kind of caught him with that part where your back sits, where it yeah under, and that was what that bottom of the top in the head. Yeah, the bottom of the top. I know exactly what you're saying. That's the only way I can describe <laughs> it. <laughs> The part that kind of ducktales out in the back. But, yeah, I'm glad, that, I'm glad that Cody's all right. I loved the chair shot. I just wish it would have been done safely. Yeah. And I wish he would put his hands up and just blade it, like you're <laughs> supposed to in wrestling. Do it the pro wrestling way, not the backyard wrestling way. Yeah, you don't have to do that. It's, and, and that's our, that's what sucks is that I feel like now AEW's already getting the heat for it, and that's not the best heat.
2: Well, I don't like it because I feel like I've had to like kind of dump on Cody the first two events. Like I kind of dumped on the throne breaker thing. Like, and then I was like, well, I kind of did like it, but I don't want to see it again. So that was my take on that. The chair shot. I don't ever
3: want to see that again. Ever. Well, if, if, if it counts, he probably didn't feel it because he's in front of everybody.
2: Right. I mean, his adrenaline was pumping, I'm sure. And he knew it was coming and he
3: knew he was going to do that. I'm sure. So I hope so. Anyways, I hope. And it wasn't wasn't that hard of a shot. It was just the right. It was the right fucking angle.
2: I just hope it wasn't a like last minute decision or last second decision to be like,
3: okay, I'm not gonna put my hand up. Yeah. Uh so after that we got the Bucks and Kenny versus the Lucha Bros and Laredo Kid. Let's make this the last time we have to see the Bucks and the Lucha Bros. It's cool, it's good, it's a great yeah. match and everything, but like let's let's move on. Yeah, I don't want I don't want to see it again at least for a year. It's been happening for, like, a year now. This has yeah. been going on. And it's and it's great. The matches are always good. But, like, you can only keep doing these high-flying spots and all that so much. Like, let's let's get a rivalry going here that's different.
2: Yeah, it's, it's not so much the spots. It's the same match, basically,
3: every time. Yeah, yes, exactly.
2: With, that's with, what it is. You know, if they want to do the six with Kenny or if they want to do a six with Hangman or Cody or whoever – with, you know, and and just the, a quick shout out, Loreno Kid did an amazing job
3: of this Hell match. yeah, he did. Um, yeah.
2: But, yeah, it's time. I want to see the Bucks versus, like, Private Party or the Bucks versus yeah. Best Friends again because we haven't seen that in a while now.
3: Well, uh, and this was free, so that's yeah. probably got something to do with the matches. But, like, let's make, yeah, let's make this the send-off. Lucha Bros got their titles back. You know, within the last month, this match has happened three times. So right,
2: but I, I yeah, I'm with you. I want to see something different. I want to see the Lucha Bros get a
3: win on AEW's turf. Yeah, and it's not, it's not bad. It's, it's not the matches are great, but it's like, you know, I'm just, I'm trying not to bury it. Like I don't, I hate this. It sucks. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's just it's, a, it's time for a new feud. Let's yeah. move on yeah. to building TV.
2: Yeah, or do something. Like build it up, and maybe do the end all out, but do something different, like a elimination tag or a cage or something to blow the feud off yeah i'm I'm cool with one more if you're gonna blow the feud off, but make that it mm-hmm. i' I'm, I'm done with it
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm done with it
2: <laughs> um but shout
3: out to uh Denise Cutler on the uh outfits oh, so dope that I'd love that though the street yeah. fighter stuff was that it's that's uh was that? Ken, Ken, rayu and and uh, Akuna. A, a okay, yeah, I love that. And they posed just like them when they came out too. So that yeah. was that was even better. It was cool. was what, what, the dude who ran up and did the thing? What, uh, that?
2: It, it was. Uh,
3: I think it was an indie
2: guy. I saw him on Twitter post about it.
3: I thought DDP had like drank a ton of beer and got fat and ran up there. I was like, who is that? <laughs>
2: uh, DDP as a fat guy. That would
3: be funny. <laughs> that would never happen. No.
2: So, uh, main our, event. Our good friend, DDP, because we like, yeah. to, we like to throw friends. names out there.
3: Yeah, best friends. Uh, the main event, I love that this was the main event, non-sanctioned. John Moxley and Joey Janela, uh, full-on, like, CZW match, man.
2: Yeah, that's exactly what it was, and I was so happy to see the bad boy, Joey Janela, in the main event, because he has blown up the indies. He, the Joey Janela spring break shit's great. But, man, it's so cool to see him main event, a major – because we can call it that – major promotion.
3: Yeah, he's good, man. Joey Janelle is good. I like – I like. I think he's got a good future at the company. I can see him as, like – I feel like they got to have a mid-card belt, and he's he's definitely a top contender for that, him and MJF, as I th- those I, early I think, AEW guys. I
2: think AEW will go with a TV belt. Yeah, it just they're makes like us.
3: They, they like that old-school – uh shit like that so well in ring of honor they have a tv belt Uh you know shit like that that's that is the mid card belt and that's so i hope for that uh yeah the 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 only thing that sucked is and it wasn't their fault is just the ladder spot as the table just fell instead of breaking yeah that was was kind of a bummer but it still sucks because he just he just dove 20 feet onto him so it's like even if somebody's like oh it was lame it's like yeah but that still hurts yeah a lot (laughs) Probably And worse. all the fucking, the barbed wire. And then when he busted out the tax, dude, the crowd pop, I was yeah. like, oh my god, this is dope. I love, I love tax. Because it's something you're not gonna feel when your adrenaline's pumping that hard. You're gonna get that little, like, oh! But when your adrenaline's pumping that hard, it's like... It's like it's, getting a it's for the people. Yeah, it's for the people, man. But, uh, this was a good match. It was just fun to watch. It was... It was. I think it was a CZW match. It wasn't for. It wasn't to show off these guys' wrestling talent. It was to show off how crazy both of them are. Ones. A, ones. It was to show off how much of a bad boy Joey Janela is, and it was to show off that Moxley has still. He's still John Moxley. He, he didn't lose it in the Dean Ambrose thing. Yeah he he can he
2: went right back to his character. I thought yep. it was going to take way longer to get that fed, you know, non.
1: Yeah, get that actual dust pro off.
2: wrestling rust off of him, yeah. but man, he he's right there, and he's proved it the last few matches. I mean, he had a match with Darby Allen at Northeast Wrestling two weeks ago, and that was great. Uh, actually, you can watch it on HighSpots.com. Uh, but also in Japan, had some good matches there, especially with Juice. Um, but yeah, it's cool. To see him in a non-fed promotion, and and thriving, he, yeah, he he was a star in WWE, and probably should have been the number one, but we it was for a little bit. We didn't see it because he wasn't being used to his fullest capability.
3: And then, of course, the uh, there was no mention of and I, I was reminded of this on Holic, I believe, or What Culture, but there was no mention of the U.S. title or him in the New Japan thing. So yeah. that kind of makes you wonder, like they said, it kind of makes you wonder what that relationship is like or if they just don't want their belt on there, but they let – Uh, well, no, All In wasn't yet. So, yeah, well, and, that's why he had his belt. All, all, he didn't have it at All In. Somebody had –
2: I thought the IWGP title. No, because I remember he was the champion, but he didn't come out with the belt. And I remember telling you, oh, man, I really wanted to see the IWGP championship in person. Oh, yeah. I guess not. But their whole thing is they don't want their belts on another promotion's TV or pay-per-view or whatever with – with them now kinda coming into the States. Yeah. Which makes sense. But that's also why John Moxley can't go to the show in Dallas because AEW doesn't want him wrestling on US soil for not AEW. Other than the smaller Indies.
3: It's kind of a it's kind of a real contractual weird thing, but I, I get it. I get it now when it's put into that perspective. That makes yeah. more sense. Uh, but yeah, Fighter Fest was Fighter was good. I'm glad it was free. I'm I'm glad I didn't pay for that because it was. And, and it's not that it wasn't worth it, but like if I paid for it, I'd rather pay like ten or twenty bucks. Right,
2: and that it's that's not kind a of pay That's kind of the sentiment with like stuff like Fighter Fest and Fight for the Fallen, which from what I understand is going to be free. Fight for um, the Fallen is. Well, I yeah. thought it would
3: be paid because it's benefits. Right, but. and
2: and. I think we talked about it last week. We'd be okay with paying, like, ten bucks for that because it's for charity. Yeah, exactly. Um, and especially the magnitude of that charity, what it represents. That, I mean, they deserve that kind of money. But, I mean, I... You know, the, like, the secondary shows? Like, I see Double or Nothing kind of, like, their SummerSlam or Survivor Series or Royal Rumble or whatever. And yeah. then All Out is obviously, like, their mania. Yeah. But... Like the secondary pay per views, like if they're going to do it like that, make it 10, 15 bucks. Don't make it 50, 60 bucks. I mean, the big one, sure. Make it 50, 60. Because yeah, you're going to deliver those service. main match.
3: Yeah. Uh, so far, Fight for the Fallen, which is next week. a week. It's like 13 days from now or 12 days from now.
2: Not this weekend, 11. but next weekend.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So far, we have Brandi Rhodes versus Allie, Kenny Omega versus SEMA. Uh, of course, Cody and Dustin versus the Young Bucks and Hangman versus Kip Sabian. So. Which
2: I'm really looking forward to
3: seeing Cody and Dustin versus the Bucks. Yeah. Yeah, I am too. And because it's not the Lucha Bros versus the Bucks, which <laughs> is, isn't bad. It's just not yeah. happening again. So yeah. I'm fine with that. And Kenny and Seema is going to be, oh, god God. That, that's going to be fucking good. That's going to be ridiculous because they both kind of have that same style. So. Mm-hmm. We'll see.
2: Yeah, I look, I look forward to seeing what they put together for that match. Yeah, like what it, kind of style is it going to be? Is it going to be more of a lucha high flying? Is it going to be hard hitting? Is it going to be a mix?
3: I don't uh,
2: know. This is,
3: this is the th- I was trying to read about. to See if it's free or not. Um, I
2: saw. I think AEW posted it on Twitter last week. That it would be free. I think it was Thursday or Friday. They said it would be free, but then when I was rewatching Fighter Fest this morning, they had like the it's already on there.
3: It's like 19.99 or something, isn't it? But
2: it but it said it had the dollar sign, so I clicked on it
3: just to see if there'd be a price, and
2: it said this event is not yet ready for purchase.
3: Oh, on uh, Bleacher Report,
2: yeah. So get maybe... a fucking
3: Xbox and PlayStation app too, by the way, Bleacher Report. All right. Well, that's the
2: joys of having a Roku TV,
3: Is I can It's on there, right? Yeah, it
2: is on there. Uh, it's awesome. And it streams very well.
3: Okay. <laughs> well, I might hook my ma- I'll hook my computer up to the TV next time or something. There you go. Maybe I'll just maybe I'll go oh, buy you- a Roku just for that. You watched it on your MacBook? Uh, yeah. For the most part, I watched some of. Them. Actually, last night when I was laying in bed, I was watching it, and then the Wi-Fi got shitty, and I was like, "All right, this sucks." So I I watched some of it in high because it loaded YouTube better than Bleacher Report. Because like some yeah. apps like that just suck.
2: Yeah, like, like on, on lot, my Roku, my Roku YouTube, uh, Bleacher Report. So far, from what I've seen, is flawless. Netflix and Hulu, but then like, or. Er, Amazon and Hulu, Netflix with the 4K kind of loads shitty because my internet's so yeah. crappy, um,
3: and they don't. And tough.
2: Netflix doesn't give you the option when there's 4K compatibility to downgrade, downgrade
3: them. it. I know, I know. I hate
2: that. It's the same way with Directv now. Like the app on Roku, you used to be able to lower the quality so you didn't have yeah. the constant buffering. Like and now they have changed it where you can't.
3: Right. If I want to watch something in 480, I can watch it, and you know. That way, I don't got to worry about the constant buffering. If I want to watch it in 144, maybe I will.
2: <laughs> Ar- Arkansas, get yours for get your internet quality checked. Like, get us some fiber optic shit that's like
3: lightning. Problem is, I just need to upgrade mine. But I also think my Wi-Fi router sucks because downstairs it's cool, but if I go upstairs, it's so slow. I I'm can't about even to load put anything. like
2: I'm about to put like five routers in my house. Just keep putting them all over. The- yeah. Yes. Like one room in the house is just going to be internet routers,
3: <laughs> like a collection of them. Yeah. Like this. Is my this is my Wi-Fi router collection. This
2: <laughs> this is a uh, car phone from
3: 1989. This is a Wi-Fi router from the Linksys one, and the original Wi-Fi router.
2: <laughs> oh man! Yeah, Such classic.
3: Anywho. Show this week. There's details. Uh, I do look forward to seeing the results of Smack Night uh, from Eric Bischoff's swing. I kind of want to watch it almost. Yeah, I kind of do too. But I'm also like,
2: ooh. You yeah, know? I think I think I'll wait and just watch the Hulu version maybe in the morning. I'm that gonna, was, yeah, I'm gonna up from the highlights to the Hulu version.
3: Yeah, there you go. Maybe.
2: But so anyways, hey, uh, not a bad not a bad week in wrestling.
3: Oh, it was actually good. We had shit to talk about. So next week will be dull and then the week after it'll be good again.
2: Yeah, because <laughs> 'Cause there'll be another AEW uh pay per view. Yeah,
3: we'll see how that goes. So hopefully it's hopefully it's short again like this one too. I'm not I don't I'm not really feeling the whole thing.
2: Yeah, that that was the great thing, uh when I texted you Sunday,
3: Luba I was like, Well how long is it? <laughs> yeah, because 'Cause I'm like oh watch it but it's like oh the three four the four hour shit kind of gets old. And I mean, because
2: you can kind of skip ahead on the buy-in. So roughly, it was about three hours with the buy-in.
3: Yeah, which was nice. Uh, all right. Well, we'll talk to you guys next week with some sort of content. Uh, follow the show at Heels and Quads on Twitter, Heels and Quad Wrestling Podcast on Instagram, and I am of course Levi D Zindel on Twitter and of the Zinfandel variety on Instagram. Follow the
2: show at Hills and Quads on Twitter. Hills and Quads Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. I'm at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter. Tommy Walter Live on Instagram. Uh, hey, we haven't said this in a while. Make sure to go on Apple Podcasts or wherever you can and leave a, leave review. a review. Yes. Leave a review ski because that gets us higher up in the charts. And there's nothing more that I want for this podcast than to at least one time. Be in the top 200 podcasts on Apple. That would, like, yeah, make life. that's my a goal. Life. That's it, man. Yep. All right. So, uh, talk to you so next time. do week. that. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Mm. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye.